Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast with host Patrick Donahoe, author of the best-selling personal finance book, Heads I Win, Tales You Lose, and one of the nation's most influential financial advisors. The Wealth Standard's focus this season is investing. 2020 opened with markets and asset prices at all-time highs, but many of us experience more financial uncertainty now than we did a decade ago. Although there are more choices and opportunities than ever before, the risk-to-reward ratio teeters on a global fulcrum, contributing to the roller coaster of emotions surrounding financial well-being. It seems like everyone is walking on eggshells. This season, we'll cover topics revolving around investment theory and strategy, atypical investments versus conventional investments, and the role of investing within personal wealth strategies. The Wealth Standard Podcast is committed to inspiring you to be more financially free. There is no better time to gain clarity about your wealth strategy, your investments, and your financial future than now. This episode is sponsored by the new and improved Financial Independence Calculator found at thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. One of the driving forces of human beings is freedom, which infers financial freedom too. So several years ago, I set out to discover how any individual, regardless of their financial situation, could evaluate their finances in five minutes or less and have a firm date when they could achieve financial independence. The latest version of this calculator, which is free for listeners, can be found at thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. The calculator is going to take you just a few minutes to complete, and it's going to provide you with a specific financial independence date. So go check it out today. Everything you could possibly want out of life is on the other side of fear. Now, I want to qualify that statement. You know, I got some feedback recently that my head was in the cloud, that I was not aware what was going on in the world because of what I was choosing to focus the topics of this show on. Now, I get it. I understand why someone would say something like that. There's a lot going on. My intent is not to propagate ignorance. This podcast rarely, if ever, touches on circumstances, experiences that are outside of our control. You know, the Middle East, there's always going to be conflict. There's been for a really long time. There's also things going on in government that are sad, but that's been the case for a really long time. We don't have control over monetary policy, fiscal policy, COVID. We don't really have control over policy. We don't have control over whether there's quarantine or not. There's so many things that we think there's this illusion of control and influence, and we get all worked up about it. And I choose to focus on the things that I can control. So the qualifier is everything that we could possibly want out of life is on the other side of the fear that we have control and influence over. So with all aspects of life, there's a gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. Those are the two points. There's a gap in between. That gap is laced typically with some degree of fear, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of pain, fear of what others 
will think of you if you succeed, fear of what others will think of you if you fail, fear of what success or failure will mean to your self-image, what you believe about yourself. Now, the irony is that when we toe the line with this fear, there's another fear that fills in the gap, that takes its place. It's a never-ending loop, an infinite loop. Now, there's ways in which we can strategically push these thresholds. But if we don't, we are always going to come up against these thresholds because if you think about it, part of us tries to avoid fear, tries to avoid pain, and rightfully so. At the same time, because life commands, it demands growth, it will put things in our place over and over and over again, challenge, friction, pain, problems, so that we grow. Now, looking at what we can do to strategically position circumstances, experiences that will allow us to push those limits, push those thresholds, it could minimize or mitigate some of the challenges that often surprise us. So early on in my business career, I learned some invaluable lessons, but it was at the cost of a lot of pain and a lot of failure. I told you about an investment failure that I had over 10 years ago, but there was some relationship challenges that I that I had, and they kept coming up over and over again. When I got out of the mess of 2008, 2009, 2010, I rebounded, I had a small team, I was doing pretty well, connected with the group, and the group had another financial advisor that was working with them, and I had a great relationship with this individual for a short period of time, Our wives were from the same country. We shared similar interests. We were very passionate about our principles, our values, what we were doing financially. And we started working together. And I saw some early signs. There were some red flags that came up regarding this individual's desire to be independent, be on their own, and not work with me in tandem. I did not feel the same way, but this individual did. I did not, I didn't say anything red flags came up. I wanted to avoid conflict. I wanted to build a relationship and it kept coming up over and over again. And the final straw was this individual went to group that we were working with and said, I don't think Patrick is necessary. I want to take over. The group came to me and said, Hey, this is what this person is uh, saying. What do you think? And I was like, I'm out. It was too late. The relationship was ruined. There were other circumstances after that with a team that I had built. At one point, 2014-ish, we had uh, upwards of 70 employees. We were doing really well and the wheels started to come off. There were people put in positions they shouldn't have been in. There were those that had a illusion of experience and tried to influence this area and that area. Conflict was a daily occurrence. I did not face that conflict. I did not know how to handle it. I kept pushing it off. What ended up happening is more and more of the same happened. And ultimately, over the course of about 12 months, dozens of employees were either let go, fired, or they left on their own accord. It was insanely painful. I wanted to just go back on my own. At the same time, I recognized the principle that life, business was teaching me a lesson and I needed to learn that lesson. So what are the lessons you can gain from this? Uh, First off, again, nature is commanding growth in your life, in your relationships, in your finances, professionally, every area of your life, physically, 
nature is compelling you to grow. Most people push off those signs. They don't listen. They think that there's an easier way, a shortcut. And ultimately what happens is a stronger experience than another strong experience. They keep stacking up until there's pretty massive failure and pain. And that's when we decide to say, oh, this is a lesson. I need to make some changes. This is what I need to do. Hey, taking a break from the show, don't forget that as a podcast listener, you get free access to the financial independence calculator at thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. You see, when asked a simple question, what are you ultimately trying to achieve financially? 99% of respondents say, I want to retire someday. I was shocked a few years ago when I learned two statistics. Number one, how few people actually saved anything for retirement. And number two, of those that did save, less than 20% would ever successfully save enough and not have to keep on working. I couldn't believe it. I then realized that what people really want isn't retirement, but financial freedom and ultimately a reasonable way to get there. That's why I designed the Financial Independence Calculator. You can get access by going to thewealthstandard.com forward slash calculator. Now back to the show. So I'm going to go really to two primary lessons you can take from this story. The first one is with regards to what I learned. In any situation where another person is involved, I do not wait when a flag comes up. When a red flag occurs, I approach it head on. Some of the things I say is I learned this from a kind of a therapist who was that specialized in uh, business people. I worked with her for over a year. She's amazing. Karen Kindred. If you guys want to look her up, she has some podcast episodes and some interviews. She's amazing. She taught me really how to communicate with how I feel about certain things because you can't argue with how somebody feels. It's a way of feeling. So I got to the point where these red flags came up. I said, listen, this is what I think is going on. This is how I feel. Please help me understand your perspective. That's it. It's very simple. You can use this in business. You can use this in your intimate relationships, your family relationships. And it helps you really understand and share with people and communicate people at a deeper level so that you either can gain perspective that you may not have had or their intention may be what you assume and you know early on so you don't have to prolong the inevitable, which will be even more painful if you continue to wait. And so I have an equation right now. When I feel something, see something that is irritating, that is frustrating, that borderline is like, this is not right. I approach it head on. I share what I'm feeling. I share what my perspective is. And then in most circumstances, I'm not seeing things the same way as this other person. So them being able to express themselves helps resolve. If the intention is what I assumed it was, I then escalate and say, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do next because this is how I feel. I don't want it to go on any longer. And it points to a very quick conclusion that if a person does not want to essentially align with whatever the perspective is, whatever the situation is, then there is a clear exit and it happens quick. It's been incredible. It's so simple, but it's been incredible. Now, I'm going to give you 
The second lesson, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on this one, which is strategically designing threshold by breaking through thresholds. Lesson two is you can strategically stretch yourself by pushing your own limits and learning to love challenge, learning to love friction, learning to love conflict, because you know that you can thrive because of being able to face it. Your psychological muscles continue to grow. I believe your income, your wealth, what you can manage, whether it's people or money, are correlated with this ability to handle conflict, handle friction, handle challenge. There are just some invaluable lessons that you'll receive in this. I would say self-respect, self-confidence is just scraping the surface. Plus, being able to strategically position yourself in these areas will also allow you to grow at a much quicker pace. So a few years ago, I saw this really crazy guy speak at a Tony Robbins a business event. His name was Jesse Itzler. And he has this thing called the big ass calendar. And he basically says, in a nutshell, to do at least one crazy physical thing every single year. Now, Jesse pushes this to limits. I'm not going to talk much about it. I think I mentioned him on the show before, but he wrote a book called Living with uh, a Seal, which is when he invited a Navy SEAL that he had met to live with him for a couple of months because he was so impressed by this individual's ability to live a lifestyle at this very heightened level from an accountability perspective. He also wrote a book called Living with Monks, where he spent a good amount of time uh, living in a monastery in, uh, I believe, upstate New York, again, to experience a very simple, basic lifestyle. So Jesse has a myriad of programs that he advocates. He does this thing called Hell on the Hill. He has a, a house in Connecticut where they have this big hill and they run up it a hundred times. He has the event every single year. He also has this event called uh, Everesting. It's done at about a dozen places around the country where you essentially hike up and down, typically ski resort hills, the equivalent of the elevation of Mount Everest. So you hike up, take a gondola down or a chairlift down, hike up again, hike up again, typically over about uh, 36 hours. And it is pretty significant as far as elevation. It ends up being, you know, 25 miles-ish. But he does these events because he has connected this idea of pushing your physical and also mental thresholds strategically because what it does, it's not just the physical aspect, is you learn what you're capable. You push yourself to those limits that help your body, that help your mind, that help your being realize that it can do hard things. It trains it, it builds muscles. I'm gonna come back to the Everesting event in just a second. But there are other events too. I've mentioned the Tony Robbins events, which are very psychological in nature that push you to these thresholds. An old business colleague of mine, Garrett White, has a program called Wake Up Warrior, which is primarily designed for men, but pushes you to these psychological as well as physical limitations. A guest that I'm going to have on in a week or so, a couple weeks, uh, Tim Reynolds. He has a course called Reclaim Your Gladiator, where he does something similar, mostly physical in nature at his ranch in Texas. There are so many different events like this, but the idea is to find something you can do once a year that pushes these physical and psychological thresholds and builds your muscles, which ultimately allow you to face, whether it's challenges in marriage, friction in business, 
and allow you to face those and grow quickly from them instead of doing what I did, which is push them off, push them off, push them off. You attack it head on because you understand the nature of challenge, the nature of friction, and also the nature of growth. The fact that if you keep pushing them off, life is going to put them in your path regardless. So what I'm going to do next week, as you guys are listening to this episode, I am going to be going up this ski resort at Snow Basin. It's in Eden, Utah, just about an hour north of where I am in Salt Lake City. And I'm going to be doing Everesting. I'm going to be going up and down about 13, 14 times. And I'm going to document it. And I'm not going to document it to signal anything other than wanting to have you guys there as my accountability partner. I'm doing this by myself. There's obviously a group doing it, but I'm not doing it with a friend, a family member, a business colleague. I'm pretty much doing it by myself, but I'm essentially going to be recording my thoughts, my experience, especially in those times of pain and difficulty because you guys are my audience and you guys are family and I want you guys to to hold me accountable because I believe that, again, these physical circumstances allow growth not just in that specific category but in a lot of other aspects of life. Okay, so I'm going to put some books. I'm going to put some links to other events. I've done a couple of Tough Mudders Spartan events. There's lots of these mud races, obstacle races, workout routines that allow you again to strategically position conflict, challenge, friction in your life so that you are constantly growing. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you learned something. Go out there, face some challenges, toe the line. You'll be glad you did. And uh, email me. Email me at hello at thewellstandard.com. And tell me what you're up to. Tell me what challenge you're willing to face. Tell me what challenge you have faced in the past. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to adopt this kind of big-ass calendar philosophy, psychology, go check out Jesse Itzler. He has a brand called Build Your Life Resume. And I will make sure I post that in the show notes as well as the other links that I have mentioned today. Thanks for listening, watching this week. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.